0: like some place where you could actually learn about like the basics of the economy.
1: Do you feel like uh, our elected officials represent um, what you would like to see happen with our economy? Most definitely not. I feel like they have their own ulterior motives. Better democracy now. No relation. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody listens to this podcast because the only listener I had uh, was my mom. And uh, I got a concerned email from her after uh, the last or the first couple episodes, concerned that I was becoming a jihadist. So <laughs> I think she's stopped listening and started praying. And that's gonna be another slogan of this show. <laughs> and a new potential T-shirt. Stop listening and start praying, because man, oh boy, we're going to going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> okay, that's the start of the program. If you listened to the program last week, uh, I talked to uh, Robin Upton, host of the Unwelcome Guests podcast. It's a pretty awesome podcast. Check it out on unwelcomeguests.net. Um, it's a real, They uh, get really into it <laughs> on lots of topics. It's sort of uh, covering uh, things probably on the sort of left side of the spectrum. Although, I don't think Robin likes addressing um, things in these binary terms of left and right. But, uh, definitely leans more, more uh, anarchist and... Uh, communistic, if if you will, in its analysis. A lot of good speakers on there, hedges uh, and such. Uh, but anyway, we were talking about the gift economy, and uh, it's an uh, interesting topic to me, just because how, how much the economy just kind of rules our lives, and how little we know about it, and how little we say we have over it. Like, we can't really... Like, you're not brought up you know unless you're going to like private school or something but if you're going to public school you don't get any information on the economy you might get like a real basic supply and demand talk uh but you know they don't really tell you how the inner workings of it i think it's just assumed that you're not supposed to know i mean obviously there's a uh great deal of uh importance to the people in power to have uh population not know how things actually run (laughs) so they can do whatever they'd like to do like uh repeal the estate tax which is what congress had just done a couple days ago um so yeah i mean you're not really taught to think about it or made to think about it and uh, you're kept away from it and even uh when you when you hear people talk about it, like they have a talking head on the news, talk about the economy, and they show you charts and graphs, and they're talking to these terms, and you don't know what they mean. It's, it's built so you're supposed to be intimidated by it. So if you have an opinion on like, hey, why do we have to do it this way? Why can't we do it another way? They, an economist can pull out a map, a chart with all these uh, formulas, and you see the function of uh, X over Y, Z squared, sigma, and now you feel like an idiot – and uh, you're like well I guess i did I didn't understand that chart. Your chart was very intimidating, and uh, I guess my opinion doesn't count, but no, that should not be the case because it's like, hey why we should just be like why did, why is that formula there like why is wh- why is it this complicated that you even need that formula? Can we do things easier like the gift economy where instead of having this mad quest for profits, we uh share <laughs> we share with each other we give." gifts out of uh, the goodness of our heart because our friend, family, neighbor, person we don't know needs some assistance, so we uh, give them something. And then uh, it's assumed that because we helped you out, human nature being what it is, that you would want to repay that favor. And that promotes healthy human interactions, unlike the capitalist system, which is just cold and cares only about profit. Uh, and some would argue, uh, really reinforces some of the worst human attributes, uh, such as greed. That's a pretty bad one. Uh, the gift economy, though, it would reinforce the, uh, best parts, the sharing, fairness, that sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> so, today we continue our discussion with, uh, Robin Upton, uh, we'll finish out that interview, um. Uh, but before we get to that, I went out and I talked to some people on the street just to see if uh, how, pe- how people on the street feel about it. Uh, you know, I have my opinions. I have strong opinions <laughs> on uh, the topic. But uh, what do people think? What would they do? Do they, do they feel like uh, their voice is represented in how the economy operates? And uh, what would they like to see happen? So that's what I asked them, and I think uh, you'll find the results pretty interesting. Here we go. Wait, can I hear this podcast on like iTunes or something? Oh yeah, it's on iTunes, it's called Democracy How? Uh, it just went up, it just went live. Uh, you're going to make me subscribe possibly. and then you're going to edit me out of the thing, right? <laughs> no, I'll keep you in it, don't worry about it. Uh, so, okay. uh, we're talking about uh, the economy, and do you do you feel like your opinion on the economy matters? Uh, okay, wh- in what way? Do you feel like, you're, like what you want to happen with the economy is what is reflected by... Uh, Our government officials. Do you feel like your voice is being heard? Oh, um...
0: I guess, I mean, I guess I don't have a ton of strong opinions. Obviously, it's just the the generalities of, like, you know, um, like, predatory loans and and those things. Obviously, we should have restrictions. Um, Right. uh, But some of it gets so complicated, I I don't know if... uh, I I, I don't know... if whatever my opinion would even make sense or even matter,
1: right? So you f- you feel like you uh, it's like kind of out of your realm because there's it's so complicated that it's like hard to even
0: right. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, if I'm reading the New York Times and I'm reading about um, oh, jeez, I forgot his name. He's an economist. He's a liberal. Rogoffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm reading what he says, well, he had like this doomsday stuff about how the Obama administration didn't do enough. Right. And then you, then you all of a sudden you read these stats that like all of a sudden the economy is rebounding. Right. So then, was Krugman right? Was he wrong? Like I, I don't even know. Like right. it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it's hard to uh, filter out who, uh, who's giving you good information, who's giving you uh, right bad information, I guess. And if, if I guess uh, so, last question if you could change something about the way our economy works, uh, what would you do? Like I know you mentioned predatory uh, lending. Uh, is there something else that you would like to see changed?
0: You know, this—I I, don't—I'm not sure. I guess the only thing is, um, my only thing would be—I uh, would—I would really like, like some place where you could actually learn about like the basics of the economy in like a non-partisan way, right. where someone would explain like, okay, these are these these are trends that are happening, and these things are things happening, and this is what it means, and this is how things work, without getting like all the partisan like this guy's evil or this guy's evil. I guess that would be the thing for me. That way it would just help overall understanding what you're voting for, what you're thinking about.
1: Perfect. All right, well, thank you very much. Was that helpful? Yeah, that was very helpful. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, it's going? Hello. Hi. How's it going? All right. All right. Uh, So do you feel like um, the economy, your opinion on the economy, is reflected by our elected officials? No, not at all. And why is that? Oh,
0: well, I mean... um, with all the stuff going on with uh, income equal- inequality and all of that stuff, I am, I am lean towards ultra liberal. Okay. I actually think that there should be a cap on wealth, okay? <laughs> because yeah. I just think that there's this, at a certain point, people and corporations don't need right, a certain amount of money, and it,
1: it could be used for the greater good. Right. So. So, is it, that. It's very far away from <laughs> reflecting my opinion. I say so. so. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you would do to make it a little bit more fair? Would you like to see a cap on income and a uh, cap on how much corporations can make? Absolutely, but that's never going to happen. I realize that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Have a good day. Hello. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Okay. Uh, so, do you feel like um, your elected officials uh, represent. You, uh, what you want to happen with the economy?
2: I think she would be in the best spot to say that because um, I am a resident in this country and mm-hmm. I haven't been, you know, officially given the chance to actually choose an official. You know.
1: Gotcha. So I think she will be in the best. Spot. <laughs> um Do you feel like your interests are represented in the economy?
3: Um. Um, no,
1: no. And, uh, how come do you, is there something that you would like to see like, uh, our representatives do, um, in regards to the economy? It's a
3: really hard question. <laughs> I a, think, I think maybe certain things, I think maybe certain things, um, should be looked at more. Regarding, like, things I think that are more important mm-hmm. are not being focused on while other things um, are being focused on that shouldn't be, if that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. Like, um, do you know what like, in particular? Like,
3: oh, shit. just like, I don't know, like, just funding, government funding is going to, to goofy things, I think, that don't matter as much. Um, where there's, you know, debt altogether mm-hmm. and they're focusing on that but they're just i mean there's like so many like circumstances per- and like for me i'm not from california oh neither so yeah so i'm not i mean this is kind of just in my you know regarding back at home in minnesota so i yeah. know it kind of doesn't necessarily apply but i'm not i mean like i said i don't really focus on anything really economically i kind of that's cool. I don't know.
1: Personally, I feel like uh, you know we spend a lot, like you're saying, a lot of funding, a lot of discretionary spending funding goes to the military. Okay. Where I I would like to see that money go other places since we already have a ridiculously huge military anyway. Right. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Though, right. If that's not what you meant.
3: Right. I think though at the same time, um, the military. Without it, we would be nothing. Without it, we would be overrun by the Chinese. Without it, we would be. Um, and I mean, honestly, you know, because, like, we owe them so much money. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, they would practically own us to be, I mean, kind of in a way, if you think of it. So, like, if, if they're, like, if they fight for us, right? And, like, personally, my brother is a sergeant mm-hmm. in the Army. So, like, that's part of why I view things that way as sure. well. But um, I think, I, and I, compl- I agree with you. Because um, I know that there's a lot of, like, disposable... Like, you know, there's... there's I've heard stories about the military just disposing of things in ways yeah. that I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You could have at least given that to something right. instead of just disposing of it in the sea or, like, all the crazy stories I've heard. But um, I... At the same time, of all things, you know, like, I definitely support support the military and, and, and what they're doing is, I mean, it's incredible, you know, and we would be nothing without them. And, um, so it's, that's good. Yeah,
2: that's good.
3: I mean, all right.
1: That's, well, thank you yeah. very much. Thank you. Hello. How's it going? How's it going, man? Good, good. Uh, so do you feel like, uh, our elected officials represent, um, what you would like to see happen with our economy? Most definitely not. I feel like they have their own ul- ulterior motives. Yeah. And uh, what would you like to see happen with uh, the economy if you could change something? I would like to see more benefits for the people that need them yeah. at a lot easier a lot easier of a process than it already is. Yeah. Agreed. All right, cool. That's it. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, do you feel like your uh, elected officials like represent what you would like to see happen with the economy? Um... No, not really. <laughs> and is there is there something in particular you would like to see happen uh, that's not happening now? Um, I think there. I mean, economically, I think that the healthcare reforms that have happened recently need to be more focused on that kind of like. They, they've been taking the financial aspect out of that. Yeah. And I feel like it, like the for-profit. Yeah, something. the for-profit stuff, and uh, there needs to be more. I don't know. I don't want to say it's more socialized because I don't want to be that fucking dude, but um, I don't know. I, I really don't have too much of an opinion on it. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely. You guys have a good day.
4: Take care,
1: you. Okay. You're not a cop, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. God, no. Uh, do you guys, do you feel uh, that uh, your elected officials represent uh, your beliefs really? in uh, the economy? Like, what's really happening don't. in the economy? Really
5: don't. Not, Man, hey, oh not in every way. <laughs> no, I don't. I, yeah, think, I think I think they, they they're easily swayed when it comes to big decisions. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting their going with their gut, you know, they they
1: they hold back, you know, and they, yeah, they should do. step forward, yeah, you know. They do. Yeah, they do. That's important.
2: Yeah. Money. Money is just money's the root of all evil, dude. Yeah.
1: And, and if you guys could change anything about the economy or uh, what we're doing with it, uh, what would you like to see happen? Well,
5: you, you pay your bills, right? Yeah. I pay my bills. They pay their I pay bills. My bills. Why? Why can't our economy, our government, pay for what we owe to everybody else so we can live good? You know, I mean, yeah. when you have everything paid up, what what does that money go towards after? You know, I mean, yeah. you know, you go towards people that are you know sick
2: or homeless or. And I want to you know? say this. I want to say this. And I'm, I'm no, gonna no, you're good. You you're good. I want to say this. Just because you can get labor cheaper, doesn't mean you're getting the best quality. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, what the fuck, people? I mean, people need to wake up, man. Yeah. I mean, everybody is all into this materialistic bullshit. I got to have an Audi or I got to have a Maserati. Um, You know what I'm saying? I got to have all even if you got the cash, the people with the most money are not happy. Yeah. You know, because, you know what I'm saying? You always got to look over your shoulder. But when you're at the bottom and you got to look over your shoulder. You're looking over your shoulder for another reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You're not looking for nobody to steal your possessions. You're, looking, you're worrying about somebody coming up stealing your life. Yeah. You know. People, and then, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm just, yeah, just, yeah, No, feel free express yeah, yourself, man.
1: Yeah.
4: I think it's that, uh,
1: like, podcast. Is there anything else you guys like
4: that? Uh-huh. You know what the questions, is, bro. Uh, what was you saying about the one that he was on? The question was uh,
1: like, what do you like to see happen uh, with the economy? Like, how you see yourself represented better? They need to bring the jobs back.
2: Why can't yeah. everybody see, be on the
1: same level yeah. financially? They're getting, they're getting, that would cut out a lot of
2: crime. I mean, everybody would be happy, and it wouldn't be no problem. Why not? I mean, why? Why not? You yeah. got enough saying, money to spread it around. By getting materials cheaper
4: from yeah. Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, El Salvador, whatever Latin countries, whatever yeah. cheaper labor, cheaper materials. When they got their own iron core minerals and vitamins right here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And keep it here. That's it. I am a welder, but I know a lot of the materials I work on
2: is it's from Taiwan. We need more teachers too. Mm-hmm. Well, we need, need more you know, teachers. Because you know how how are you going? If we're not doing something right, why not teach us how to do it? Don't just yeah. shut every. Don't just. If, oh, he's not doing it right. You shut him out. Yeah. you know what I'm saying why not you know how, how are we ever going to get on the same level if no one is willing to reach down and pull us up Yeah, but then but I don't know you gotta, you gotta yeah. no watch that because more taxes. because yeah because you know, because I don't know man because you, you gotta be selective about the people that you help because you can't
1: save everybody yeah you know what I'm saying so you do think that uh, you know to make it more fair uh, maybe like so what Recently, Congress just uh, passed uh, repealed the estate tax, yeah. which was ba- basically a tax on the wealthiest people, yeah. uh, and pass it their to, to their. They well, need to pay. That's I mean, they're
5: making. If you think about it, I think with our economy, we need to take concepts of all ways of living yeah. and apply it to the way we live now. Yeah, I mean, in Vegas, in sure. Vegas, you can yeah, have Vegas. an open container, yeah. and you know you can drink freely. Why not legalize the drugs and make it to where, like, Switzerland or the European countries, mm. and make it to where we can just like do what we want to do freely. And we go through the government, you know, and we pay for that. Yeah, you know, it's not
1: just like well, people get busted for drugs, end up in jail, and that's a big cost to, yeah, and that costs money too.
2: Yeah. Well, but, but, but the thing yeah. is. People get busted with drugs. I mean, really? I mean, they you know, they're not making no big drug arrests, dude. They're arresting I mean, poor people. With drugs. Yeah, I mean, they're really, telling me mean, rich people put you in jail. There, are, yeah, there yeah. are more <laughs> drug addicts in jail yeah. than there are real
4: criminals. Yeah, point I mean, blank yeah, on that really note. Really hell, really. that's so, why they don't build them. The hell with the criminals. Let's get all the drug addicts. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. This is this is crazy, dude. Because all right, in the you know you look in the crime blotter. You know what I'm saying? In the newspaper instead of being oh, this person, you know what I'm saying, got such and such. They got caught with this or such and such. They going after these people like they moving metric tons. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, you, I mean, you, you 21, 21 years of my life for 28 grams of marijuana? Yeah. Really? Really? Where do they do that at?
1: Yeah.
2: What fucking, what fucking country or state is that, dude? Yeah. USA. only only here dude only here one but but germany has amsterdam where where have you seen in america where they have a marijuana uh menu yeah other than when you go into these dispensaries out here yeah really dog this is this is a shame i want to leave america dog this is not the best country and whoever listening to this yeah if you're (laughs) you're thinking about coming to america and listening to this stay where you at boss where you at man for real unless you got some money you know come on through you know what i'm saying because like we got money too but but we started off from the bottom yeah you know what i'm saying but we never forgot where we came from so you know so it's like but the the shit we seeing now but we soldiers too as well we were in the military you know of us are retired so you know what i'm saying but this is just yeah this is i don't i mean is this what i gave my life for is this the place that I fought for? Dad, look at all these wounds I like got on me, dog. Look oh, at my head. You know what I'm saying? Look at me. Where, where did you serve? Man, and in the, in the, I was in the Air Force, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? We do combat too. But look at me, dog. You know what I'm saying? And this is how America treat me when I come back home, dog.
1: And hey, would you like to see more funds going into, like, actually, like, the, the VA? And, uh, uh, and, uh, well, yeah, well, yeah well, we, of we, course. We don't have no problem
4: take getting our part, but give more to those that's less fortunate.
2: Yeah. You know,
4: yeah, more yeah. to that. Yeah, you know, we I mean, did what we did, so things can be better.
3: Yeah, but as true.
4: you see, it's still what it is. Yeah, yeah man. they're safe. we just we just want
2: to be on they're the same, same playing field as everybody else, dude. I mean, why? I mean, fuck. I, I'm not saying race or anything like that. I'm talking about I'm talking on a level where it's not. Fuck race, dog. We're, we know what I'm saying fuck all that. We're we're. I'm talking about what what, what people need right now. The reason. The world is so fucked up right now because everybody ain't got the money that they need yeah. to, to live like they want to live every motherfucking day.
1: So you're talking more like on a class level, like uh, yeah, yeah, like people you know at a certain uh, yeah. lower level yeah. of, uh, of income yeah. need to be thank brought you. up. Thank you, yeah. thank you. And this and this and this printing
2: money thing. Why, who who makes these laws? Why why can you only print so much money? Print the money. If you can print money, print it yeah. But you want, but if we hear about this billion dollars This trillion dollar tax thing You
4: yeah. know what I'm saying
2: All these rich people nobody want to give a little bit But we're steady making money, really yeah. Am I taking off a lot of your time, please? No, this, I think
1: these are great answers I'm, okay. tr- tr- I'm trying to get like a sense of what uh, just People on the street feel Oh happening yeah, in the world. man. Yeah, we yeah, the streets, dude. We yeah. the streets.
2: We started out we homeless, streets. dog, yeah. and now we straight. You know what I'm saying? We all good now. You know what I'm saying? We're we all good. come from different walks. Yeah. of veterans, yeah. yeah. But when we yeah. hang
5: out together, it's like nothing separates us from yeah. Having you know what that I'm saying? time. We, we, yeah. I think yeah. it's it's a privilege to have to the freedom. Military. You know. Every time yeah. I
4: came back, it's nothing changed. My own friends on the street talking. About, oh, we know we're gonna have a good time tonight. Why? Because I'm back and I got money in my pocket. See, so that's what about the government thing. You know, give us more production. Let us do something here and y'all see that. Basically, keeping the work in in your backyard. Do your yard first.
1: Yeah. So keep uh, keep jobs in America. Have, uh, All day. Tax the wealthy, maybe redistribute the wealthy. Get a little
4: deeper in their pocket because they really don't pay what we pay. I don't know.
2: I, I'm kinda you know what I'm saying? I'm a Republican. Yeah. Believe it or not, believe it or not. Black guy Republican. Okay, we can talk about that later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll give you my address and my number and talk about that later. But look, I'm a Republican. But I'm saying this. Why are you gonna tax tax? Why, why are you gonna tax the uh, the rich people? Yeah. Why not? You don't have to tax them why, why, why tax them? I mean, really? I mean, only thing you got to do is be like, look, we need this or we need that. Why don't you just so ask we get the them? Debt paid off. Yeah, why don't you just ask them for what you, you need? Yeah, and then we'll give it back it to like you. That. You yeah, know right. what I'm saying? So we will ever we're we'll always being forever debt to it America. Really works to pay off that debt. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to tax them. Why? Yeah. I mean, because you know, have you ever been taxed? Yeah. Have you ever been taxed?
1: I'm sure I have. Yeah, I mean it comes out of my paycheck every well, Yeah. Really, yeah really, well, okay, you know. okay, okay.
2: Now taxes a motherfucker, huh? Yeah. If you if you if say like you in a situation where you knew you know you need your money, but you got to deal with taxes and you only made nothing, but then you short. You feel me? Yeah. And now you got to get out here. You like fuck? Now you got to go to these people who you owe the money to, and you like look. I only got this. I was expecting this. And it's you know what I'm saying it just didn't turn out that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it wasn't my fault, but yeah, still I'm the one that gets shitted on because I'm short the money. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But but it was but it wasn't me. It was the taxes.
1: Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I feel um I feel like I I don't mind paying taxes if I felt like my taxes were going to something worthwhile. Wow. But who's getting it? Worth- I don't know. Somebody's for- getting in front of it, taking the money.
2: Who, who the fuck? Why who knows? are we getting taxed for for we get we gotta pay. We got to pay 10 cents for a, for a plastic bag, dude. Yeah. Where did they do that at? I, I
1: don't know. <laughs>
2: when I got out of the service, I didn't
4: find out till five years later, I had tax money coming, you know, unemployment.
1: Yeah.
4: I went to them, and they were like, well, it's too late. I'm like, what do you mean? That's my money. Where's it going? I don't know. Why not? It's my money.
2: So you couldn't well, get
4: it? No, I couldn't get it. Why do we need taxes anyway, dog? We
2: already, you already getting the money. Years. Why are you going to tax? That's just being greedy, dude. That's just being greedy. Like Bill Gates. I'm sure, I'm sure if you put the right, you put the right panel together, you go to Bill Gates and be like, Bill, all right, man, we, you, you know what I'm saying? You got all this money, dog. You know what I'm saying? Can, can you help us out with this so we can acquire this shit now? You gonna no, give, I'm going to get no, back no, to no, no, you. You know problem. I got money, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get back to you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just you me hold it's a little, little way. while.
4: Yeah, you know, plus you yeah, gonna get you know it back. you're going to
2: get it back. you already eating. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to bring everybody else up over here. I mean, you're going to yeah, get it back. Like you know, because once, once you put money, all right, all right. If you put, if you put money in the right person's hand, I'm not saying no, no. Not, I'm talking about the right person. At hand. We talking about uh, Anybody whatever your whatever your uh, whatever your little. What, give me the word. What's the word I'm looking for? Whatever your whatever your group is,
5: whatever your area, the um, people area of interest, the people you're talking that surround. As far you. as a
2: job, what's that like? You know how we when we when we be building a man on um on the um, on the games like like GTA about, like yeah like whatever your like your power, speed, stamina. What is that? Oh, your, attributes. All, attributes. Attributes. Whatever your attributes are. You know um, They should You know what I'm saying Those people should get the money Like Alright Like take it like Okay Say for instance Say for instance You got a But the only way, the only way I can spit this to you is, I'ma spit it anyway. Okay. All right. So take this. Okay. Say like you got a, you got a guy who he uh he's selling, he's selling cocaine. Yeah. Okay. But but check it out. His his family poor. He not doing it just for the for the for the Jordans and the uh, the clothes and the, and the women and stuff like that. He actually has to get out here because he doesn't have the attributes. To get a job, right. and he, you know, what I'm saying his grandma's in there dying, uh, you know, him, his and father, his father's, father's home, ill, you know, what I'm saying, like am you know, what I'm saying, the, the refrigerator, you know, what Maybe I'm saying, is like bare, you know, what I'm saying, they barely got enough to make it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So he gets out here and sell, he's selling cocaine. Okay, so in this little area, he's selling cocaine. He's just doing it in his area because that's how you start out. He, he's just selling it, but he's pulling in clientele kind of because wherever he got it from. You know what I'm saying? He, he got the right connection. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? He's doing what he needs to do. Okay, so <clears throat> since he's generating all this income now, if someone, instead of him having to, if he's generating this income and you see he's doing the right thing with his money, and all of a sudden you just come and just, instead of, you give him a helping hand, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's got to move out of the scale. You give him a kilo. Okay? You give him a kilo. So here he is, here he is. He's making, he goes from making $500 a week. Now he's making $50,000 a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now if he's doing the right thing already, he has loyalty and he has respect and he has intelligence because he's doing the right thing. So he's going, he's going to pay that back. So why not give him a shot? Even though I know that's the wrong scenario. I know he has got to, drugs and everything and then <laughs> but you a, know what I'm saying. Food, well that's it's the
1: same. That's how the business world operates. Yeah that, yeah that's the I business mean, world. The drug drug operations work. Same Roger, that, that. Roger that, Raja, You that. that
4: and you make everything appear.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So people well, just, a lot of people, people,
4: people are doing that but yeah. are doing it like you say for the family yeah. glory. Yeah. I got bills to pay. Yeah. People yeah. just i I've been there. I used to be one of those I had to pay my rent, my lights, my gas, keep food in the house. Wonder where my woman was at half the time. Yeah. I'm complain everyone. <laughs> but, you know, it's real. Because women will definitely come out. Oh, he's got the biggest sack. I love him. No, you love my money. Oh my and God. the government, as far as they'll go with that, if it as it is with what they're doing now with the medical, I mean, it's legal. They got a tax on it. It was actually legal. You can look it up in somewhere in the 20s. Yeah, you know, in the a 20s, they
1: made it legal at some yeah. point, yeah. He knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was the
4: only one. Watch yeah. that movie, yes. <laughs> they had a tax on it, so-up, uh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Where, but dude. I also heard too that something about Cuba is getting ties back with the US because there's a woman back in the uh back in the days in the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, extremists or whatever. She was she went, she fled over there. But they're not even talking about bringing her back In order for them to have ties with her Oh, she had power She was big power, mm-hmm. was big power. I can't remember her name I just saw her like two months ago yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, they, they talking about bringing her back
1: Now that they opened up relations again with right. Cuba So yeah. they did
4: that with the mafia Yeah. They all jump over They Go to Cuba, 90 miles from Florida You can swim over there There's a couple sharks uh the there's Some jellyfish but if you can get there They ain't tripping on you As long as you got money in your pocket
2: Love, Love, help, and
1: support, dude. That's all American people need. Love, help, and support, dude. And structure. And structure. And structure. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. All right. We're back by we, I mean me, talking solo dolo at you. I don't know why I said that. All right. So those were the uh, street interviews. Uh, Those last bunch of guys were pretty great entertaining, um, despite, eh, hold on one moment, crap. Okay, welcome to the wonderful art of podcasting. Sometimes something happens in your apartment that you have to tend to. So anyway, uh, those were the interviews with the people on the street. Uh, hey, go out and talk to people in your neighborhood. It's fun. You get to hear interesting opinions from interesting people. You form a community. That's where you do talk to people. So I think uh, you know, a lot of people had, uh, whether or not they knew too much about the economy or not, they sort of and, and wherever their p- political opinions uh, fell. I know uh, the guys at the end there kind of identified as Republicans, but a lot of the things they were saying were uh, you know, more to the left side of the spectrum. There was this basic sense of fairness that everybody felt. like They felt some people were making a lot of money, and it's uh kind of their uh moral imperative as people to spread the wealth or make sure that the country itself is uh taken care of first um you know the guy he said he was a black republican, but he also uh was talking about why did, why you know why do people need so many material things possessions very good question why uh you know can't take it with you when you're dead. And uh, I think that the first guy also brought up a really good point. And uh, it's kind of what I was talking about earlier is like he wanted a resource where you could go find out more about the economy and figure out like well, whose opinion matters, who's who's right about it because you hear a million different things. It's the economy's recovering. How is it recovering? Who's it recovering for? Is it just recovering for the wealthy? How do you find out what's a reliable source? And there's stuff online that you can find, uh, but really I mean This comes down to the system does not have an interest in teaching us anything about the economy. Like we could be learning this from day one in school, especially where it's such a huge talking point for politicians. They're always talking about the economy, but they always talk about it in these vague terms. And they're talking above our heads, and that's by design. People aren't too stupid to know about the economy. People are smart. People can figure it out. They don't want you figuring it out because you'll realize that this is all just a house of cards that's about to fall. So, on that note, uh, we're going to kick it back over to my interview uh, finishing up with Robin Upton, and we get to talk more about the gift economy and uh, see how that kind of relates to what people were saying uh, previously. Here we go. So there's this idea of the sharing economy uh, kind of floating around right now. And it seems to be like a vague term that uh, kind of incorporates like, mobile app technology, other new technologies like, uh, like Airbnb or Uber. Um, is this really a sharing economy, and uh, does it differ from what you consider the gift economy to be?
6: Well, I read a very interesting book about a decade ago by Jeremy Rifkin called The Age of Access. And he suggests that, basically, human technology, the machines that people have nowadays, are larger and larger and more and more complicated, and that we only need them for smaller fractions of the time. So if you think about something like a colour laser printer, fantastic machine, turns out very good quality of print... But if you have one, you know, they're very expensive and you don't actually need to own one. I mean, ownership, what is ownership? It's the ability to deny other people access. You say, well, that's my machine. Go away. He says much more important is the ability to use one when you want one. So however it happens, if you can get color laser prints when you want one from one of these large machines, well, that in a sense is All you're looking for. I mean, in fact, if it's your own machine and you have to use that, you're tied to things like maintenance and so on, which you may very well not be interested in. Why not have somebody who's a full time repair person of colour laser printers who manages that, who feels that that's something they're interested in? So, with that background, I've seen there is an inherent benefit in this idea about the sharing economy. I mean, it's, it's not good news in the economic sense if you're a printer manufacturer, because if people learn to share properly, they'll use a tiny fraction of the amount of goods they would if everybody had their own item. Now, whilst economically that's a loss, in terms of survival of the human species, I can only see that as a good thing. I mean, if you ever looked and counted the number of people who are sitting as individuals in a car which could easily take half a dozen people the average last time I counted was about 1.2 people per car so we could cut our fuel bills in half and then in half again if people would learn to share the sharing economy I mean it exists and I think it's a step towards a better world a step away from exclusive ownership people having trust in their neighbor but where it's monetized Well, then we don't share money. But something like Couchsurfing, say, used to be a non-profit, used to be people doing this for the love of it. Now it's sold out. So if you're part of Couchsurfing, then you're supporting a set of shareholders somewhere who've put in an investment and are determined to get more out of it. Now, I haven't used Uber, but it's a sort of a taxi-sharing service using existing cars. So, ignoring the financial aspects, in the real world, if there's a car going past anyway, taking that car is going to involve burning less petrol than sending out a taxi. Or a taxi which wasn't actually going anywhere in particular, deliberately going wherever you want it to go. So, I'm all for less resource usage seems to be a good thing. I would say it may be a step in the right direction, uh, a step towards trusting other people. Uh, Where money is involved, then we always have this problem that it tends to become more important than the real world. So we end up making decisions based on how to maximise profit, not on the fact that we need to look after the real world. So, something like Couchsurfing, originally a non profit, achieved critical mass. There's millions of members now, great service. So, it's become a for profit corporation. That I think was a bad idea. If you're a member of Couchsurfing, by the way, you may wish to change over to a committed non commercial alternative. I would recommend BeWelcome. That's bewelcome.org.
1: So, how could we transition into uh, something like the gift economy?
6: Well, I'm reminded of a quote by Edward Pop from a book called The Great Cookie Jar. He said, quote, To improve our money system, it's neither necessary nor wise to destroy the present system. It's only necessary to produce a better product and to introduce it gradually unquote so for better or worse the capitalist system is the system that people identify with and if you ask them they will admit yes this is the system that feeds me now you could say well no capitalism actually doesn't feed people at all it's food that feeds people and there's no reason on earth why we need to use capitalism to move that food around and to create it in the agribusiness structures that we have and so on and I would agree with that and yet a lot of people might take the decision well I'm not going to get out of bed if you don't pay me so without a money system without capitalism potentially we are facing a very uncertain future I would say well with capitalism in the longer term we have no future at all so we jolly well better change the way we do things. And whilst I was feeling rather much a lone crusader in 2003 when I was suggesting the money system as it currently is is not far away from complete implosion and anybody who sort of tries to draw a parallel with the the 1930s, the Great Depression sort of I mean the questions that the commercially controlled media loves to ask how long will it be until the economy gets back on its feet? I mean, this personifying of the economy, um, talking about comparisons to, to different economic events we've had in the past, I, I think this is all not mistaken, but misleading. In summary, I I don't think that the capitalist order will ever recover. So, to return to the quote of uh, Edward Pop. No, let's not destroy the present system. I mean, not that, that we're in any position to do that. I don't think, by the way, that this will be managed by a sort of government decree. I think the system, because the governments are effectively controlled by the banksters, and uh, the people who sit at the top of the current financial hierarchy, the people for whom an abandonment of money is completely unthinkable. No, I think it'll be a grassroots-led Um, a bottom-up movement away from money to say well yes perhaps I have a day job but these days I don't spend much money I spend more and more time in the gift economy so money or no we provide for the things that we need now this will be a different way of living this won't entail cheap stuff coming from slaves in China or other parts of the third world shipped around the world at tremendous expense which I think the world can't afford anyway. We don't have that amount of fossil fuel to burn. I think we're more or less at peak oil discussions about fracking. That will be, we'll save those for another day. But however the world is organized, I think we're going to be using less and less fossil fuels each year. Now, under the current system, if the decisions continue to be made by Small, generally psychopathic or sociopathic elite, then this looks likely to entail eventually mass starvation and a global die off. And a lot of people would say, well, that's a good thing because there's too many people on the planet already, we've exceeded our carrying capacity. I utterly reject that and would ask instead, what kind of lives are we living? If we Cling to this ideology that human beings are at war with the natural world, then one human being is too much. If, however, we return to a much healthier conception of ourselves as an integral part of the world, if we abandon the idea that we have to live at the expense of the world, we have to use up its natural resources as indigenous people around the world have managed to do sometimes for long periods of time without creating any kind of perceivable scarcity then I think we'll recognise these ideas about overpopulation carrying capacity as the fictions peddled by the elite to try to pit us against one another so I would suggest a future in which The commercially controlled media continues to try and sort of desperately whip up concern for the economy. This abstracted fiction about the amount of goods and services which change hands. That is just what is on the government's sort of tax radar. If I give you something and you give it to me back again, none of us issues any VAT receipts, there's no money involved, we can both benefit from that action and there's no record of it so I see more and more people providing for one another outside of the money system whether they're aided by you know technology or if they are going to have smartphone apps to organize giving or whether they just live next to each other and say well look I know who you are and I think this could be something for you then that in a sense it doesn't matter But if people are providing outside of the capitalist order, a gradual transition, as the quote suggests, is one that has the best prospects for for peace. If you're a government and you're dependent on taxes to organise and to do all the things that governments do, this may seem like a disaster. But increasingly, looking at things like, say, false flag terror... Uh, the determination of the military-industrial complex to ramp up expenditure on weapons. Increasingly, I think people are understanding that the expenditure that's done in their name by governments quite often doesn't help them and quite often has exactly the reverse effect. Whereas time spent with neighbours, say growing local food together, is much more under their control and tends to be much more positive. So I'm hedging my bets on whether this is going to be an actual sort of formal system of accounting. Uh, I did generate a decentralized accounting system in starting from 2003. I developed that theory of how we could keep accounts say using a smartphone but not having a central register like we do for banks, say saying these are the trusted third parties, if you and I interact, this is how we know we're not going to be cheating, I'll write you a cheque and they'll manage our accounts. That, I could see, as a centralised system hands power to these third parties, which you know we more or less know that we don't want bankers in charge. Could we conceive of a system which doesn't have a third party in charge? Well, the success of Bitcoin has shown we can make a system that works quite a lot like the current system but without having a small elite group in charge Um, I'm more interested in a system which doesn't look that much like the current system where there is no abstracted units of value and where more for me doesn't necessarily have to mean less for you because that seems to me how nature works a lot of win-win relationships. doesn't seem to be about winners and losers. It certainly doesn't seem to be about selfish accumulation at the expense of one's environment. So on a practical level, I mean, I'm in no position to implement an alternative system top-down. But Bitcoin has shown that people can be surprised that technology can allow us to reconsider what money is. It hasn't up to now inspired a lot of thought about do we even need money at all i mean there's there's an immense effort to prevent people asking that question as there is an effort to prevent people asking just because i can pay for it does it give me the moral right i mean the very idea of mixing morality and economics some people this is mixing oil and water and yet our economic system is a way that people decide what to do and whatever ideas you have about morality well that too is a guide for how to behave and what to do the neoliberal sort of religion if you like says basically well forget morality the only wisdom we need is economic wisdom if everybody's acting in their own selfish interest then things will get better for everybody and a rising tide will raise all boats. Well, that, I think, has been more or less thoroughly debunked. So I think people may be open to the idea of a system of encouraging people to do what they think is right, rather than what they think necessarily is in their short-term interest. Now, Bitcoin isn't that system. Bitcoin doesn't question the morality that rather uninspiring assumption of what it is to be human.
1: In the first uh, couple episodes of uh, my podcast, I talked to a Marxist, Leninist, Maoist um, about ridding the world of capitalism. And, you know, as a Maoist, their philosophy is uh, we do this through uh, waging a people's war. Uh, Do you think that we would need to wage a war to uh, end capitalism, or is there a peaceful way of doing it?
6: So I mean I'm yeah, we're not living in America I look at what's going on in American society and it strikes me as as incredibly militaristic I mean I I wrote an essay some stage a new technology referred to itself as aggressive power management and aggressive used to be just a bad thing when I was young the word aggressive didn't have any positive connotations as I presume it now does because why else would you refer to your new technology as aggressive power management. So I don't think a war is the way to go. The authorities, I mean we know that Department of Homeland Security has been buying bullets hand over fist. The authorities are preparing for a war. I see the force of the gift economy because it chimes with people's hearts as a spiritual power and if it will allow people to provide independently of the agribusiness model, independently of capitalism, if people manage to grow their own food, not an easy task if they're living in cities, then why do they need to wage a war? The state may become increasingly invasive and increasingly aggressive in its determination to try and make sure people follow the rules. But at some level, the state is made up of human beings who have consciences and families. And a lot of policemen expressed their sympathy, generally secretly, for the same Occupy demonstrators whom they were busy manhandling. They said, when they thought the camera wasn't rolling, keep it up. I think you guys are doing the right thing. So that, I think, is a much more positive, uh, compelling vision of how we can see real change than what I would call a war. The gift economy, because it directly addresses this question are people basically fundamentally bad and selfish? Do they need to have abstracted rules and rulers in order to keep them in check? Or are they basically okay as it is? Because it questions that central morality I think embracing the gift economy and encouraging others to do likewise, has a real potential to change things.
1: So, in your view, how will the gift economy make the world more democratic?
6: Well, if you've been listening to Unwelcome Guests, I'm sure you're very familiar with what Mark Gorton refers to as the deep state. I don't take these ideas about democracy very seriously. What is called a democracy in the West is some kind of crypto dictatorship as Gore Vidal said America has only one political party the property party with two right wings what Mark Gorton is saying is that behind the scenes these so called political leaders are stage managed and it certainly with what we know about the Snowden revelations it doesn't seem to me at all implausible that the NSA, MI5, MI6 that spying agencies have a bunch of stuff that they use to blackmail people. So I've got a lot of hope that by making the correct mark on a piece of paper every four years, we're going to see much change in the real world. What seems to me to be a lot more compelling is that if people as movement worldwide start to step away from Bondage to these systems of domination. If people say, Well, I don't know who you are, and I don't know about this stuff called money, but I can see I've got something that you would like to have, and I'm going to give it to you. If people shared more of their property and said, Look, I don't actually need this half the time, so if you ever need to use it, come and let me know, then I think it might matter a lot less what these so called political leaders actually said if people were not as isolated from their neighbours, I mean a lot of people, myself included, barely know the neighbours, that is a very strange state of affairs. And that's a state of affairs that could be fairly easily remedied, in my own case at least, if I made more of a concerted effort to promote the gift economy, which I'm doing. In fact, right after recording this interview, I'm going to go and have a cup of tea with the people who live next door to me. So a gift economy is certainly outside of the spectrum of sort of accepted political theories and yet that whole spectrum about sort of how to get a majority and and, you know voting and so on, laws, that seems to me to be a little framework in which one can become trapped. As a human being I recognise that that Ideology, that set of thinking has a power over people, but looking at the future, I can't see that that set of thoughts is going to continue to have a hold on people. Although it is the world that I've experienced, a world of ever increasing resource use, it's now looking like we're going to have to really change and taking a lead. You know, the people that have really influenced me on a personal level have been people who've given me things been people who've given me love so that i think is what we should be doing to those around us to the world in general and i think it has the potential to eclipse current sort of self-referential systems if you seem seem to think well there's no way out we have a kind of a gordian knot of corrupt leaders money small power elite who are holding ever tighter to an ever more desperate system within that world view well no maybe there is no way out maybe perhaps we need to cut the Gordian knot and say well let's escape from that let's embrace another vision of humanity and no I don't have a master plan for how this is this is going to roll out but then look look at the rest of nature there's no other species that, that feels the need for such a master plan. And I'm not advocating you're know, going back to living in caves. This is a mental rather than the physical shift that I'm advocating and I'm suggesting a step back from a very negative view of humanity and a, a negative view of where our species, our evolution is headed. For most of us, it's a trip into the unknown. There are people who live, even in America, without using money, even now. They are kind of pioneers for me. They can't be that worried about the financial crash on a personal basis. They've found ways to live without using money. I think we all could do that. And, indeed, that we all will. Because, ultimately... Our care for the natural world must not be eclipsed by our concerns about money, which is, when all is said and done, just a man made fiction.
1: of Democracy How on the Crab Diving Network. Uh, Big thanks to my guest, uh, Robin Upton. Uh, Check him out on unwelcomeguest.net. Every other Saturday, there's a new episode and they have a lot uh, backlog. So uh, go through that. A lot of good episodes. Uh, Thanks for listening. And uh, come back uh, next week. We'll talk about more things. Maybe. Definitely. All right.